Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Permission To. As many of you may know, I am currently on maternity leave, but I really didn't want to put the podcast on hold. So I have actually handed over Permission To to the beautiful Lucy Ann Lewis. So she is going to be a co-host for a couple of months while I am on leave. Uh, Lucy is one of the mentor coaches in Permission Granted and a dear client and a dear friend. Um, And I know that I am leaving you in really good hands. Uh, This is also an example of what I'm all about, which is receiving support and trusting others. So I am placing my trust in Lucy and I know that she is going to be a beautiful co-host for while I'm on leave. So enjoy this next episode. You're listening to Permission To, the podcast where we dive into the science and soul of owning your worthiness as a perfectly imperfect human being. I'm your host, Sam Duke psychotherapist, positive psychology coach, mama to a beautiful five-year-old Emily, and passionate advocate for living an inspired life. My aim is to show you that you have full permission to own your worthiness so that you can embrace your true nature and begin walking boldly toward your dreams. Let's dive in. Stephanie Lou is a natural born organizer and the creator of Stephanie Lou Systems and Strategy. She is here to help small business owners with all their business admin organizing and creating the foundations to succeed. Just think of her as your own personal systems and goal organizer. Steph founded this business out of a desire to be bold and embrace the things she truly loved doing. After returning to work from maternity leave into the corporate world, she found the struggles of holding negative energy and feeling undervalued in the workplace not worth her time. And she didn't want to sacrifice the little time in this life that we get. She made the bold move to launch herself into the virtual assistant world with no online experience. But just the support of the permission granted community and 10 years of administration management skills. Feeling the ground as she walked, she grew to love the online space and now seeks to share her skills of seeing the bigger picture and organizing with her online community. While Steph's business has been her pivot, and grow into areas she never thought possible, the end game has always remained the same. Teach her clients how to maximize their time through productive task management and goal-oriented tasks. Steph utilizes the project management tool Asana to teach her clients how to manage their overwhelm and plan for their success by mapping out their goals and reverse engineering them into daily, weekly, and monthly actions, growth, and success. Is now, and success is now a sustainable option. Hi, Steph. Welcome. Hi, Luz. How are you? I'm good. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for coming to have a chat with me. Oh, it is absolutely my pleasure. I can't think of a better way for me to launch into the podcast world than doing it with you on Sam's podcast. Right? Yeah. You you can't, you can't, this is the top. You can't really go anywhere from here. (laughs) Reach for the heat. Don't need to do any more. Problem solved. Wow. To start, Steph, why don't you take us back um, to Steph a few years ago? Can you share more about like where you were at and what led you to sign up to Permission Granted? Well, it's funny, actually, I've quite often think um, of Steph a few years ago. I had 
been working in my job for four or five years in the corporate world, doing high-level admin management, um, managing a team of 10 across the Northwest region. And honestly, I look at it and I think I loved it. Loved every ounce of it. I loved what I was doing. I loved the travel element. Um, I really enjoyed developing the processes and systems. And then fast track to having a baby. Um, taking 12 months off work, which I was beyond excited about to spend that time, quality time with my new son. And I got, I think, three or four months into my mat leave and I saw this thing pop up on Facebook and it was an advert for um, something with our local Chamber of Commerce doing um, mother motherhood and business. And I was like, hmm, I don't know what just triggered me to be like, yep, I'm doing this. Like I was so happy with my... Um, motherhood journey so far Mm. like obviously ups and downs but I was really excited about the idea of connecting with other women that were in business and I didn't have a particular business I was doing um, a bit of network marketing on the side and that was actually what drew me into doing this um, catch-up and then I met the incredible Sam Mm. Sam just like lit up the room with her presence of Um, just so inspiring and warmth I think that was what drew me to her initially and it was during the conversations on our workshop day that Sam mentioned the word the words virtual assistant and I had actually never heard of a BA before but through my like no desire to explain things I think that's a bit of my personality type someone in the room asked what is a VA and I answer the question as just like an online virtual assistant like you just assist people but it's online and not actually knowing truly what it even was I just and Sam was like yeah it is that's a virtual assistant and something happened the neurons connected it (laughs) fired off this whole chain of like reaction of oh my god this is a business like I could do that I have been doing that for for business why not do this for myself? And it literally that day, I then went into the whole spiral of thinking of business names. And I went on um, a journey for about um, six months of thinking of all the things that I could do within my business, starting the process of it. And to support that, I was already in um, an amazing community, as were you, permission granted. And it was Sam's first round of permission granted. And I just truly felt so heard about not just my desire to achieve more in life, but also as a mother, I just felt really supported. And through that, um, those connections I made in Permission Granted the first year, I was able to um, leave my job, my corporate job, which I was incredibly unhappy in, Mm -hmm. feeling incredibly unsupported. And it was just not a pleasant atmosphere to have that cohesive relationship of work life and motherhood so I made the decision to leave (laughs) quite abruptly um, and I launched myself straight into my business and in my literally the day I finished my job my corporate role I had my first meeting with a new client so I had it morning before I finished my job so I literally was in a car had a meeting with a client possible new client and things just snowballed from there like the first three months were a bit of a whirlwind but I was super lucky to have the permission granted community there to support me and through that I then met a lot of other business women online um, particularly in the Perth and the Pilbara region and then eventually a couple of people in Broome as well but it just has been this snowball effect and 
the whole journey has felt like this true awakening Mm -hmm. of the fact that I really wasn't living what I wanted to be doing. I was just doing something that felt innately natural to me. And yeah, from there, I kind of realized I was living a lot on autopilot. I wanted to become so much more self-aware, get a lot more deeper into um, my own physical body because of obviously all the changes that happened during motherhood. Mm. I just really wanted to learn more about how I could support myself. Obviously, I was trying to support um, my partner in what he was doing because we own a small business, two other small businesses as well, um, brick and mortar businesses, and he was doing that full time. Plus, we had obviously our son and he was growing and changing so much. And in that first 12 months, I loved being at home with him and learning and growing. And then I did 12 months in the workforce where I started to realize I wanted to do something different and for myself. And now I've been in my own business since August 2020 and love it. I can't honestly imagine. And now I cannot see myself doing anything other than Mm. working for myself, with myself, um, but having other people around me in my teams and on my online communities. And it's just that incredible self-awareness and true desire to embrace what you're innately born to do. And I'm an organiser at heart. I think back to when I was in year 12 and doing my exams and the way that I would calm myself would be to clean out my mum's pantry cupboards. No joke. <laughs> she thinks I'm a weirdo to this day, but she appreciates it. Yeah. And I would pull all the all her containers out and reorganise it. And, yeah. and it just brings me a complete sense of calm. And mm. I love it. Even now to this day, if I'm stressed, I'll organise. And it might be that fact that I get that sense of control, but I'm totally at peace with it. Initially, I was like, oh, gosh, I shouldn't be trying to organise so many things when I'm stressed. But really, I realised that was my inner peace. Like that was me working out what brings me calm. And I love it. And then it just kind of grew naturally into this um, continued conversation I was having with friends who were in business already. And every time I would chat to them, I was always striving to help them iron out the things that they were feeling frustrated Mm. about or you know just providing that um er to support them and yeah that that just literally grew into the business that I have got now today which is I'm super grateful but I have spent many and many a late nights as lots of small business owners do getting those systems and getting those um the way that I want to work it into place. So yeah, that's, it, it's, I'm really lucky. That's such a big journey for like, what is that? What was it, like two years? Yeah. So in March, it'll be two years. And I still wow. remember Sam messaging me. We were those lucky few um, who got to travel literally the three weeks before all the borders closed and um, mm. the world officially shut down what we felt like um we were in melbourne for my best friend's wedding and then we went to Cairns for 10 days to see some family and some friends and the two days after we flew back to Broome, the world shut down so we had had a beautiful break and on that break i remember sam messaging me saying the happy biz mama is starting do you want to join come in like you don't have to be ready just show up as yourself and and you know what a part of me was like I'm in like I can't imagine I had no idea what to expect didn't mm. know anyone else in the group had only met Sam once 
And I was like, I got to do this. Like I've got to work out where I want to be and what I want to be doing. And I feel like that support that she was providing me already was already taking me on that path to work that out. So, yeah, I had a very similar conversation with Sam about that with his mom project. I'm like, are you, are you running it? Will you run it again? Because I'm like, I don't know if I can join this round. And she's like, what do I need to do to get you in this round? <laughs> Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, you know, not that force, like, you know, in Sam's gentle, nurturing, loving way, but um, yeah. he wasn't going to take no for, for an answer from me. Um, but does it so, glad. so beautifully, right? Yeah. Um, she knows who's meant to be drawn into it. Like, she just knows. Yeah. And every year, well, so we can say, happy biz mama, permission granted twice. Yeah. Whilst the people have been from entirely different like places and um, desires for what they want to achieve, we've all had that same connection factor. Totally. We have that um, that desire that, um, not, I wouldn't say need, but just that want to find that connection. And, yeah, I, I do remember saying in a permission granted, um, I think it was like one of our journaling um, sessions one time about how growing up in the 90s or that you just had this really bizarre feeling of like, oh, the online space. Like it's so weird to think that I can find real life connections mm. through an online platform or through yeah, an online yeah. community. But and like, cause you obviously just go back to that whole, you know, strange danger. Don't make friends with people online. Mm-hmm. Don't do they truly are. But we have shifted and changed into this 21st century whole, like you just, it's almost like you're missing out. If you don't have online friends, yeah. you, you are missing out because totally. you are truly finding those people that you can connect with really deeply. And that's not to say that my um, I've been super fortunate in my motherhood journey, like finding a mother's group in Broome who three and a half years later, we all still see each other every month. Yeah. Um, so we have great connections, but it's, I guess, about working out, you know, what you truly desire and like diving deeper into finding out yourself like your self-awareness journey like really learning you know to experience joy in the everyday and mm. yeah it's just been it's I have no words to describe how awesome <laughs> this is, as you know it's although so you wouldn't you wouldn't think that because there's been many words to start with <laughs> it's just like yeah, I mean, I completely agree with everything. And I think um, what's so lovely about uh, the the community of women that Sam pulls together mm. is that, um, you know, we are, we are all so different and on such different journeys, but we all have similar struggles <laughs> and we yeah. can all relate to what each other is going through. We've either been through it or we're going through it. And just that um, sense of being seen and um, knowing that you're not alone. Yeah. Whatever you're doing. And the other beautiful thing I like about it is like, um, you know, like I've got to know you over the last two years because we've been in three of Sam's programs together. And just Mm -hmm. that beautiful like community sense it's like you you go through the the things with the same people and it's really lovely um Mm. as well as you know meeting new people along the way but um and to think like we probably never would have got to know each other if it hadn't been for Sam oh a hundred percent and also I think it's it takes it to that next step level level of um 
learning to truly appreciate someone for who they are, not who you think they are when you first meet them. And I think, totally. you know, when you do have in-person meetings and particularly like I live quite in rural WA, you know, you're limited to the sorts of people you can meet in that sense that, you know, it. I think self-awareness is still has a bit of a stigma around it that it's a luxury and it really shouldn't be because what's the point of being here and experiencing life if you're not doing it the way that you were you were truly made to you're literally just going about the motions and trying to have like you know financial successes or um family successes or whatever your desires are but without truly understanding what you love and what brings you joy and getting to celebrate things in life and and reflecting on the lessons because then that helps you make decisions that might lead you on a different path. You know, there's so much, so, so much to it. Yeah. So I guess just on that, um, Steph, what has been the biggest mindset shift in you since working with Sam in Permission Granted? That for me is a really easy one to say. It has been learning that boundaries are Mm -hmm. essential for you but also are beneficial for others in that sense that you learn more about where you want to spend your energy and I think again before I became a mother I didn't really I wasn't hyper aware of all that because I had time for myself plenty of it not realizing that it was on a time frame (laughs) I, I took it for granted and I like everyone does and you just have to go through this whole process of learning okay cool I have limited hours in the day. Unfortunately, we all do. But I also have a simple amount of energy that I needed to learn where I wanted to invest that energy. And mm-hmm. I was giving, 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 as we do, um, as women in particular, um, to so many other people. I didn't realise I was leaving nothing for myself. Mm-hmm. And I was just going about the motions, feeling like I was high, 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 like, excited you know enjoying all the things about life and then I would crash and have like a full-blown meltdown of I'm overwhelmed I need some space I can't I was I'm quite open to admitting when I can't handle something as well and I just found that I couldn't keep going like that Mm. I it got to a point where I was like right I was reaching out for help to people around me and I was getting that help but what I wasn't there was no fix it was just a short-term fix so I really dove deep into okay how can I set better boundaries um, for perhaps how I give my energy out to people the information I take in because you know we are from uh, a world of you know, sharing information generally. So I needed to be conscious about that. Um, I also really wanted to dive deeper into, you know, my relationships and my circles immediately surrounding me and how the boundaries, um, how I was letting them go and how it was being a disservice to me. And then that was then on an on disservice to my son and my partner because I didn't have any energy to give my family life. So I guess, you know, and throw in the mix of all of that business life because that can take a lot of energy out of us too. But, and then learning and growing all the systems that I had to learn for other people's businesses. So for me, I think, yeah, learning my boundaries, creating those boundaries and sticking with them and then encompassing the self-awareness journey is probably the biggest one. Again, trying not to just live, but also love what I was doing and and seeking joy in as many things as possible. And yeah, I think that would be for me the biggest, the biggest thing that's come out of this whole process. Yeah, I love that. And it's, you know, I think back to um, when I first met you all the way back in 
was it March um, 2020 yeah. in Happy Biz Mama? And yeah, yeah how um, you were, you were so like just stressed out and like, you know, to now where you just kind of know exactly who you are, exactly what you want <laughs> and you're not afraid to, to just go out and get it. And it's just yeah. beautiful. So lovely to witness. And it's, it is amazing to again go on that journey with people mm. so that that you can see what well, one I learned that I truly love supporting others and either life coaching or business coaching is definitely in my future because you realize um that desire to provide support to others but not in a way that you need to fix it but rather yeah. to to just purely provide support and yeah. I love that and I think going on that journey with a group of women in permission granted helped me realize and pull together from how other people live their lives and you feeling more at peace with how you know you make the decisions to live your life rather than basing it on pleasing those around you because that's a big one I think people pleasing is a is a massive issue um feeling like you have to show up in a certain way for certain people I don't do that anymore because i I know it doesn't serve me. It doesn't serve them. They get an unrealistic expectation of what it is. One, maybe our friendship will look like, but also how we would intertwine in each other's lives or any of that sort of thing. But it's just, it does everyone around you a disservice to be not truly who you are because you have to keep putting on a face to show up in a way that you think that they want to see you. Yeah. And for me that I just couldn't keep, yeah, it's, it is exhausting, stressful as well, because if you would show up, you know, constantly trying to please everyone is you're never going to do it. Like, and if you're not pleasing yourself to begin with, you're not truly going to be seeking, like seeking that happiness. Yeah. And yeah, I think that was just that realization of I was happy. Don't get me wrong. I love, and I'm so not lucky because I have created this life for myself, but I have loved the process of my partner and I being together for just over 10 years um you know I did a lot of travel before we were together so I really found who I was as a person in my early 20s and was confident with that but then you go into a relationship and things do shift and change yeah and you don't realize you are changing with the relationship not necessarily for the negative but it was just that whole process of right this has all happened and I've loved it we've had great experiences great journeys we have a a wonderful child who is semi-crazy history and a half so that's another <laughs> um but you know it's that process of looking back and going okay cool like really happy with what I've done don't need to change anything but how can I live it to I how I truly desire mm. you know love organizing love helping people cool let's put this into a business yeah and knowing that that's okay has all been thanks to permission granted like I couldn't put that back on that more enough because you just yeah, it's okay to experience joy. It's okay to do things that are incredibly satisfying to you and you don't need to please everyone else. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And no one else needs to really understand it. You don't need to justify it to anyone else. If your heart is happy and you're happy, then... Yes, yes. And do you know what's funny? Um, I remember having a conversation with Sam. I don't know what we were doing. I think it was one of the modules about um, seeking joy and how we can experience that in our lives. Actually, I do remember because you told me, I think you were doing crochet and I was like, oh my gosh, the needles, I couldn't even. But that was how you would seek joy and it gave you peace and it was so purely satisfying. And my very, um, you know, type one Enneagram brain was saying, oh my gosh, where's the productivity in that? How can I... (laughs) 
you know, and also everything I was looking at, I was like, well, I can't do that because that's not productive and I'm not really getting anything out of it and that doesn't serve anyone else. And then I took a massive step back and I think we were journaling and I was like, do you know what I love? And it serves no purpose at all, but for my own satisfaction, colouring. OMG. I'm a colourer. I'm not, I don't think of myself as creative, which was another conversation that came up, but creativity is just purely something that brings you joy. And for me, I invested, I say invested (laughs) because they're a good, you know, resource to have. I bought my son some baby books that I could colour in. Amazing. And I love it. And sometimes on a Saturday when I'm feeling really depleted of energy, I will just pull them out, get my fancy textures out, and I'll colour for like two or three hours. And knowing that I then get to put pictures of him and his life in this area, it's super satisfying. Even if I wasn't putting that in for him, at the moment that's where I'm putting my energy into colouring these books for him. But And he's probably not going to love them as much as what I do, let's be honest. But... (laughs) It still brings me such joy. And I remember yeah. my partner looking at me like, literally, I think the words he said was, what are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, colouring, just because I can. And yeah. I don't have to be, I don't have to give anything more than I can and I want to. Yes, exactly. exactly. Now he doesn't even look twice at me. He's like, oh, cool, you're doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. I, you know, I'm just the same. Like, I would never have called me a creative person like I think we did an exercise where like we had to ask three people close to us like how they would describe us oh yes 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 and um every one of my three people they asked I asked my husband my sister and my brother and they all said creative and I was just like what the fuck are they talking about I am not a creative person at all and if you'd have told me in January 2021 that by um, November 2021, I would be not only taking weekly craft classes, but teaching weekly craft classes. Yeah. I would have laughed in your face. Yeah. <laughs> but that is one of the things that I uncovered in yeah. Permission Granted, that I actually really love doing craft. Yeah. And I thought I that a was... creative person. I, I didn't think twice. I definitely think you're a creative person. And I didn't realise you didn't think that. Yeah. Um, that's so interesting because that whole journey of awareness about, you know, seeking out what truly fun you brings you joy. Yeah. And that to me would be an obvious one. But for you, it was like, ah, oh, like it really is. Like yeah. I get a lot of joy out of this and I'm just cool with it. And yeah, you've thrown yourself into some serious craft activities in the last 18 months too. Lizzie. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Not even 18 months, like six. 12 months. Yeah, six. Six months. <laughs> eight months. Not, yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's really it's really opened this whole new part of my brain. Like, yeah. it's amazing. And that yeah. is the power of permission granted. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love it. And it's so nice to reflect on everything that you've got out of, you know, trans. I guess... There's still also that idea for me that joining a program or doing coaching or, um, you know, you kind of have that little bits of self-doubt and you're like, oh, Mm. what can this truly do for me? Like, you know, how can I? Or you're just, you know, sceptical about paying money to someone for something that you, you think you should be able to work out yourself. But really, I think it's more about when you join these sorts of communities, it is literally the community that surrounds you, that supports you to go on that growth path. Yeah. Because without that, 
those um, wonderful conversations of learning that it's just okay to be you and embrace what brings you joy and what, you know, what you want to be doing. And it's just, it's okay to embrace it. Like, yeah, yeah. It's funny that you need someone to tell you that. It reminds me of um, total side note, but when Theo was a little baby, he, um, I did the sleep training thing. I think he was like, I don't know, eight months. We'd been traveling. We'd done lots of little travel and we'd come back and I was that sleep deprived, crazy mum as you are in that first 12 months or life in general, really, actually, yeah. that hasn't changed. I've just co- coped with it better. Um, but he, I did the sleep training and I was like, the lady said something to me and I was like, my partner turned to me and he's like, I, I have been saying this for a few months now and I was like I don't need I told you so let's just move forward she said it I like that she said it we're yeah. gonna go with it. yeah and I was like huh it's funny like how you just need to hear it from certain people or you just need it reaffirmed sometimes yeah, yeah. but um yeah it's funny that that whole process it's totally been worthwhile though doing it with a journey with other people yeah and what a luxury to be able to do it twice together three times totally. yeah really. absolutely I was so, because you weren't, you almost didn't sign up to the second round, right? Yeah. I was so surprised when we jumped on the first call and there you are. And I was like, yes, you're here. Yes, yes, I was, I was like, and, and it goes back to that whole, Sam is really good at gentle accountability. Yeah. Of going, and also not pushing you in a way that you have to be unsure, but knowing that it will serve you to, to do this. And it yeah. really, truly did because, you know, that first year I had launched my business um, and it was, I think it was only, how long was the first one? Remind me, five months? No, no, it was only 12 weeks, I think. Oh, was it? It was very short. Oh, that's the, you mean the Happy Biz Mama? No, no, the Happy Biz Mama was only six weeks, but the first round of permission granted was only three months, I think. It was very short. Really? Okay, cool. Because I remember... It just like, I mean, it's been a natural flow and effect really. Yeah. But um, when I think back to that first round, I was thinking like I had just launched my business and we had got to the end of the year. I think it was October or something when we finished up. And it just felt like, you know, I'd had so much shift and change in my mm-hmm. life from the start of that year of thinking everything was just fine because I wasn't really truly living. I was just autopiloting yeah. but then working out that you know doing commission granted working out what I want to be doing that self-awareness that creating boundaries and I just thought cool okay next year being 2021 I just want to focus in on um, my work and again being so new in business I was I guess I shied away from that concept of having people support me doing it mm. still thinking I should try and do a lot of it myself um I'd had a business coach for a little bit but nothing stable and then I think Sam emailed me and she's like this is your last chance we are literally starting tomorrow and I was like okay yeah do it I'm doing it <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I guess as well like that's that whole FOMO like who doesn't yeah. get but um knowing how good it had been I didn't yeah. want to go 10 months knowing that everyone else got to do this awesome thing and I had to just yeah. watch it from the start. And I mean, it shifted and changed it last year so much. Like I, mm-hmm. one of the best things for me with permission granted last year was the journaling together. Because yeah. for me, journaling felt like something that I was like, oh, that's, I think back to when I was 10 and I had those little lock journals you get yeah. from like 
news agency and I probably wrote about my you know dramas in life which was super insignificant in the collective life <laughs> really when you can super important and I liked um that concept of writing it but going into the world that I live in now I was like right I want a journal but I can't do it by myself like yeah. I don't I couldn't just it's probably how I factor exercise. I need a collective. Mm. I need the support of people around me to keep my momentum going. Yeah. And then Sam introduced the um, the group journaling monthly and having that chat period before and then mm. diving into the questions, combining it with the music. Oh, so good. Yeah. Always been so excited when one of the songs really lined up to the questions and you were just like, oh, I'm in my own little world of dancing. Like this yeah. is and it inspires you to talk more about it. And then that sort of combined with my absolute love of online systems and I found a platform to use my journaling. And even right now while we're chatting, I'm, I've got, you know, my Asana board with the questions and information, Lucy's <laughs> beautiful face on the other side, and my, um, my journaling app at the bottom um, reminding me of all the wonderful things that I have journaled on yeah. in the last like 12 months because I've been using this app to really focus in on celebrating life, looking at my lessons, looking at the milestones, working out what I've discovered. And I never really thought I'd be good at writing it like mm. on a piece of paper because I don't love documenting things on paper anymore. I like to put everything in a, like a, I'll write it on my phone or write it on the computer, yeah. but I, I really enjoy that process. And I love it. It's great. And along with the affirmations and everything yeah. that's come out of doing Permission Granted has just brought this full self-awareness of, you know, the positiveness that can come from having daily affirmations or having, mm. um, you know, the journaling questions, reflecting, even, you know, thinking about the cards that I have around my desk, Lucy, and it's um, don't compare yourself to others. There's no comparison between the sun and the moon. They shine when it's their time. Yeah. And, you know, having yeah. things like that, one of my friends in, in Broome, Lisa, she's got a business called Love Cups and she made these cards with another company in Perth. And I just think I look at them and I'm like, you know what, we need more of this in our life. Yeah. So if I can do anything for the next generation, it's becoming more self-aware, letting myself be on that journey of making myself and also the people around me more self-aware, like do yeah. things that you truly enjoy. Yes, I love it. So um, speaking of your systems, Steph, yes. tell us more about your journey with like Asana and why you chose like that system and why you love systems so much. Well, I think um, without going back over a lot of the things that I've done in my, <laughs> in my um, late teens to, I'm just an organiser at heart. Like mm -hmm. there's no other way to describe it, but I really enjoy organizing and I think back to um one of my my best friend who used to live in Broome here and every time I go to her house she'd be like oh my god don't look at anything just close your eyes walk in don't look at anything and it's funny because I don't find that having a disorganized life or you know we all go through those stages where life mm -hmm. is messy and our houses are messy and whatever but I actually find so much calm in organizing things for other people mm. and it's purely out of my just my love for helping but also it's so I find it really therapeutic I and so that whole transition from learning to love 
organizing my house and my life and um, our even though like our personal documents so I love organizing all that I I could sit on the floor and like map it all out and organize it I really enjoy it like mm. I really really authentically enjoy it and I always thought that was a perhaps this is that time of the month where I'm really enjoying that like that's mm-hmm. what I thought yeah and then I realized no no this is like truly what I'm designed to do I love to organize I'd help you know I love to learn what the newest tech things are and I love learning what can help you just be more functional in day-to-day life so that whole natural progression of realizing that's a business which Mm. took me a little while to accept is that you can do things for other people that are rewarding for them and you not yeah. just be told that this is what your job is and that's what you have to do and mm. sorry this is a policy that we have to adhere to like it was more about freely just doing the organizing um and knowing that that's beneficial to another person and that's enough yes when i got introduced to asana it was i think way back in 2019 um and i was doing in my own job i was trying to work out a system where i could share a lot of information so mm-hmm. not necessarily, um, I think I was using OneNotes for a little while, but didn't love the functionality of it. Felt a little bit like clinical, like paperworky. Mm-hmm. I wanted something that I could see a growth on. So yeah. I could add in a particular like idea and then brainstorm and have heaps and heaps of different dot points as what I would refer to them as dot points. But, you know, like almost like a mind map, but having yeah. it in a technological functional way. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to find a system like that and I came across a couple um you know but like came across Trello and ClickUp and um you know all of those either small I wouldn't say ClickUp was smaller I'd say ClickUp was probably a bigger version of Asana but um you know Trello where it was just like a board version but Asana spoke to me in a way that I could feel really connected with how I could view it so depending on what the content was I use Asana to map out things in a calendar boards a list view um, you can re- have it as reports so you can see really this the specifics of what's coming out of the information you're putting in and I just loved it that it wasn't necessarily for business but it was for my life yeah. so you know for me I have my weekday um, board and I have like every day on there and I can move the tasks around so I might have things on a weekend or ongoing and I just have them in a column and I can shift them and move them I can add them in at short notice on my phone so I don't forget things Mm -hmm. and I just got rid of that need to have post-it notes the notes app word docs or google docs and I just wanted one place where I could share that information and then it moved into okay I now have that one place where I can grow and plan out my goals for my business and my life but I want to share that with other people and that's what I loved about Asana is you could add people in tag them in tasks assign them to things Um, you could see a history of what's been done you could it just had so much potential for goal mapping and looking at your client journey and mapping out what your products are or your services and it and then it just evolved into I can use it for manifestations because I can have them come up every day in my calendar or I can you know there's so much and then visually I found it quite pleasing so I could put pictures up and have them as you know um, you can literally be I've quite often been on zoom calls and screenshot the 
um, the Zoom call that we're in and it might be like a slideshow of information. I drag it and drop it straight into Asana while I'm doing it and add notes. And I just found that all mm. really like it melds well together and it's yeah. functional. And being an online business, I wanted to show that and share that with other people so they could feel like they don't have to take a notebook to every meeting or, you know, mm. every time they catch up with someone, they can actually just document it, copy it, put it into a repurpose it for content for their blog or social media or whatever, their website, whatever that might be, but not having to rewrite it all the time yeah. and sharing it across different um, information. Honestly, I feel like I could go on for ages. I'm going to just close that box. So if I came to you with my business and said, Steph, I need help, help me organize my business, like take me through the steps. Like what would you do? Yep. So first of all, um, I quite often get people ask that same question <laughs> and the instantly the thing I ask them the most and what we focus on initially is their goals mm -hmm. because without having goals in your business, you really could be doing things every day that aren't actually taking you to where you want to go to. Mm -hmm. So my aim for teaching people in business is working through their goals, breaking them down, looking at how those goals can be actionable tasks into their daily, weekly, monthly, whatever's happening and how they schedule out their tasks, mm -hmm. but ensuring that they're actually setting them on a path to achieve what they want to in business. Mm -hmm. Because quite often what you find is a lot of the things you're doing are just, they're like fluff, they're fillers, mm -hmm. they're filler tasks you think you need to be doing them or someone told you that you should do this in business. And it's not actually aligned with the goals that you want to be achieving. So it's about working out that whole Eisenhower method. So do now, do later, eliminate or delegate mm -hmm. and ensuring that people are relaying that into their business to make the most of their skills, the skills of people around them, and just ensuring they aren't doing, it's not dead weight. Mm -hmm. So making sure that they are actually looking at their business as a functional growth opportunity. Yeah. You know, you can easily go into business because you have a great idea, but without having that end game goal, it's so easy to just get lost in the middle mm. and be like, I don't know what direction I'm heading. Six months time, I'm, I haven't really achieved anything. I might've made a little bit of money, but maybe I should just go back to an actual job, as everyone says, an actual job. Mm. Like what is that? We live in a different world. Now. Yeah. But it's just that whole process behind working out, you know, what works for you doesn't necessarily work for someone else, mm. but have a system that works for you because it's easy to download a plan off the internet and say, this is my business plan or, you know, have the basics of um, your admin foundations. But, you know, with my clients, I map it all out in Asana and then we use that as their, I call it the brain. Like it's mm. literally a brain where everything comes off the edge of it and everything gets created either within it or you share a link to it. I'm definitely not opposed to still using, I use in, in my own business of Google Docs mm -hmm. um, and really nut out, like, say, for example, my packages. Mm -hmm. And I share all that information with my business coach and we go over that together. So, but I still mm -hmm. keep those actions within Asana, knowing that that's what I'm working on. And that comes up daily for me as a reminder of all the things that I've got to focus on for that day. Some days are a little absurd, I'll, I'll admit. And I just, do you know what I do? I just move them to another day. I'm yeah, like, yeah. whatever. I see that's there. I see you. I'm going to get to you, but I'm not going to do that right now. And yeah, I don't yeah. feel guilty about not getting it done because I've just shifted it to another day. Mm. But I haven't lost it. It's still there. It's just retaining that information. Sounds amazing. Love that's it. Cool. Yes. And it feels really exciting to know that after 
So again, like almost 18 months of being in business, this is where 2022 is heading. And I'm so excited, so excited. January has been like a whirlwind of unplanned um, sort of abundance already of like, well, this being my first podcast, which is so exciting, but also sharing a whole new um, look for what my business looks like for this year and feeling really aligned to those services. So tell us us about that. Like how can people find out more about how to work with you um, in 2022 and how they can find you? Okay, so um, my main presences, I would say, are on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a Facebook page as well, which are there both interlinked, so the content is quite similar. Um, but my the bulk of my information and learning about what I do and what my services are would be on my website. So my website is www.stephanielouva.com.au and that has all about my services. You can also follow me on Instagram at stephanielou underscore VA. And that will then show you, I guess, a little in-depth personal side to my life as well. I will be the first to admit my content is not consistent, but my stories are. So yeah, I've just noticed Instagram's done an update actually, where you can now seek more engagement by how much you appear in your stories rather than your feed. Mm. That's a win for me. That is a win. <laughs> because I love showing up on my stories as opposed to my feed as much. I think the perfectionist in me struggles to really release information knowing that it's there, which Mm -hmm. is ironic because I do that on my website anyway. But anyway, so with all that being said, 2022 for me looks like three main services, which is so exciting to say, yes, it's totally fine to have three services, just three, no more. There are branch offs from each of those services, <laughs> but the main one I haven't actually launched yet, but already have my first client in. Um, amazing. Hang on. Amazing. Let's, let's start the speed path that. I know, right? That that is amazing. Yeah, it's a little bit mind blowing, and she's definitely an ideal client. Like I just, again, through networking connection, I've known her for a really long time, but we've never interlinked with business. And yeah, yeah I'm just so excited. Wow. Um, I haven't even launched it on my socials yet, but she's already snuck in and got a spot. So so cool. So so cool. And from recommendation of other clients that I've worked with too, which is. Um, Amazing. Yeah. And, and I felt like I was floating on that boat of um, referrals for a really long time, mm-hmm. which my my whole business has been based on referrals so far. And I'm okay with that. It took yeah. me ages to kind of go, oh gosh, I really should start like being authentically showing up so people know what I do. But then I had that tear between people were coming to me and asking me about my services and then loving it and then just mm-hmm. going with it. And um, I yeah, that's so powerful, right? Oh. And again, I think, I don't know if I said that at the start, but I have permission granted and happy business moment to say massive thanks to that because Mm -hmm. the connections I made within that community were other, a lot of them were other women in business. Mm -hmm. And through that, they supported me. One lady particularly at Hayley, oh my God, love Hayley to death. Yeah. She supported me so hard in leaving my job and providing me the know-how of what I could, what I was worth and what I could yeah. do within my business because she had that HR background and just um, career success. But then, you know, the other women like you and um, Sam and Terry and mm. just been so lucky to met such amazing women that have launched me into the online business space. And then from there, I've got clients that they know or other communities that it's all been amazing. very linked. Yeah. So, yeah, really grateful. Right, back to the packages. Yeah. I actually offer 
So the main one I haven't launched yet but is on the way out is called Business Systems and Operations. And the next spot available for that is actually March, so not immediately because I've, I'm, my client base is full at the moment. Yeah, amazing. Um, which is a beautiful thing to say. Yeah. And uh, it's a five-month journey for business admin foundations. So it is a journey specific for that five months. Each month has set out specific tasks as to what you would achieve, what we work together on. We look at your foundations. Um, we implement them through Asana. We ensure you've got your big goals and strategies planned out through that program um, we look at process mapping and client journey you know what it what it feels like to be a client of yours um, we have ongoing training we look at possible tech integrations and goal planning uh, we look at your current business tools and how we can um, make them more efficient for you we map out growth opportunities and best of all, we look at, once we do all those things, we look at outsourcing opportunities. Okay. So things that might not necessarily be your zone of genius, but is someone else's. So it teaches you the benefits of having it all mapped out and then going through the process of saying, you know what, I'm in a place where I'm comfortable to outsource this. And having the systems within Asana to literally share those boards with people and have that ability to self-manage those um, consultants that come on. So really exciting. We do a lot of like, you know, startup, um, we do monthly focuses, mid-month check-ins, um, we'll have Zoom calls. So yeah, it's it's an amazing package. Super excited to get that out on my website. And yeah, that'll be my main package for my clients amazing. to work with me. Yeah. So the next one after that is my Asana systems and strategy. So this is a done for you install. It's a one-off meeting which um, then provides my clients with everything they need to set up a system with their business foundations. So you get within this call. So we have a, a process of onboarding. I obtain all the information that we need to start looking at building them. And then I log into your Asana and I build it out for you. And then we do a Zoom call where we actually go through everything. We look at your social media admin packages, services and workflows. We look at where you're spending your time. So your education and memberships and subscriptions. We look at your big goals and we map it out. We um, look at your CEO tasks. So what your business tasks are and what actually that weekly um, dialogue of tasks looks like for you. And we do that within a Zoom session. So it's massively goal mapping and strategy within your business, but it's a one-off. So it's an intensive session that then gives you all the things that you need to walk away with. But what I then offer is like a monthly follow-up to see how you're going and then a three-monthly check-in to see how we can better support you to ensure that you're actually utilising the systems that you are being taught. Because there's nothing worse, as we know, than, you know, we all have those impulsive, um, I want to do that course, I want to do that, and mm -hmm. the dream of trying to fit it in. But unless you actually action it in your everyday life, it's super hard to feel like you're getting the benefits out of that. Yeah. So I don't want to be a one and done. I give you the systems. I teach you how to use it and then we stay in contact That's so amazing. that I can provide you the support. So, yeah. yeah. And then my last one, which is come, I kind of like was towing and throwing about doing this because it felt like a lot to give for a small amount of time, but also money, mm -hmm. but it felt really, I just, I couldn't go past it because honestly, it's hands down been one of my favorite things to do and to meet new clients it's been so worthwhile. So it's my one-to-one -one business support sessions and they're available from February. 
but they have been so worthwhile for clients coming in. They look at it as it's a one-off, think of it sort of like a power hour for business. Mm. And we discuss, you know, your pain points, we review what's going on in your business currently, you look at areas you could refocus in and possible growth options. And it's a massive brain dump section. So I'll ask you a whole bunch of questions before the meeting. And then we look at how we can look at those areas for growth. It's an extensive opportunity for feedback and actions in a meeting all done for you. Mm -hmm. And then you walk away with knowing that you don't necessarily have to take notes. Um, I take all the information during the meeting and then send you a follow-up email to show you all things we've discussed and possible areas for you to refocus. And I guess for me, that's been, I love that. I honestly get so much joy out of those meetings because I really get to show people their potential. I think that's just really awesome in business because it's so easy to get overwhelmed and when you get overwhelmed, it's easy to be like, I'm just going to table this and look at it later. Um, But this is just reflecting and refocusing and then providing them the strategy to go forward. So yeah, love that one. And, oh, and of amazing. course, offering the follow-up sessions for people who want to focus in more on what they yeah. want to look at. So. Amazing. And yeah. we'll, like, we'll make sure that your website and Instagram are linked in the show notes as well so that people can, awesome. can find you. That's so cool, Steph. Yeah. Thank you so much for um, sharing all of that and all of your experiences with permission granted with me. Oh, my absolute pleasure. It's Honestly, it's one of those conversations, and I'm sure we can both say it is you could talk for hours about oh, totally. the of, of this sort of journey. And you know, I cannot, it still baffles me to say, uh, in front of me, I can see what I've created in a business. Yeah. And it, it wouldn't have been possible without the people that I met along the journey. So, amazing. Yeah. So, if um, someone was talking to you and they were thinking about joining the next round of permission granted, which starts in February. Yeah. What would you tell them? Honestly, you can't go past it. It's just that innate desire to really truly find out who you are and what you want to be doing with your life. Self-awareness is something that's still seen as a luxury and it shouldn't be because mm-hmm. it's opening your eyes to the things and the possibilities that you can achieve as a person, not just as maybe mom or a family member or a sister or what, or a brother, you know, if yeah. there's boys that joining, like that's the thing too. Um, is it a thing? Actually, I don't even know. I don't know. Um, if they want to, like, it's just yeah. that incredible self-awareness journey that you mm-hmm. can go on. It's worth its weight in gold and being able totally. to be surrounded by a community of women that, I think even if you're the kind of person that struggles with connection or struggles with sharing information, this place is safe for you because regardless of what you've already done or the journey or path that you feel like you're on, this is perfect because it allows you to be who you want to be but still asking the questions that you need to ask yourself to truly feel like you can reach your potential. Yeah, that's the perfect way to put it. Love it. Oh, thank you so much, Steph. It's been an absolute joy to talk to you today. Yes, thank you, Lucy. I was, um, as you know, like super nervous about doing something like this. But to be honest, talking's in my DNA. So (laughs) really, but yes, I loved it. Loved every part of it and couldn't be more thrilled that Permission Granted was my first podcast. Amazing. So good. Well, I hope that you, um, well, the the abundance that has already come to you this year, may it continue in 2023. Yes, bringing it in, lots of manifesting. Yeah, awesome. 
Thanks, Steph. Thanks, Lou. See ya.